Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. It's a hump day Wednesday. Let us help you get over the hump. 301-230-0980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app at WrestleMania 621. At Mr. Underscore Me93, and of course, me, I'm just the plain Jane guy, at Pete Medhurst. <laughs> I keep it simple on the socials so you can find me, and maybe I'll follow you back. Woo! You never know. That's right. 301-230-0980, that's how you get to us. It is a Wednesday, and last night, there is irony in the biggest sports story of the day. Yes, LeBron James passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, become the NBA's all-time leading scorer. But yet his Lakers lost to the upstart Oklahoma City Thunder, who are basically not trying to make the playoffs. That's kind of what this season has been like for the Los Angeles Lakers. Mr. Russell, good morning. Good morning, Pedro. Are, are you basically saying the Lakers are difficult to figure out, like, like, Matt Essig's Twitter handle. Difficult to figure out, difficult to follow, difficult to process. I get it. It's Mr. underscore me, which is Matt Essig. Right. And I'm going to put 93 because that's the year he was born. That's accurate. Thank you so Isn't much, Isn't there another, like, extra underscore a hyphen no. or something it's in there? It's just Mr. Oh. underscore me 93. Oh, okay. And it even rhymes. Yeah. <sighs> Mr. See, underscore I, me, 93. I, I think mine is pretty easy outside of the numbers which people get confused on, but I used to have WrestleMania 980. Chuck Sapienza once forced me mm -hmm. to change my Twitter handle to WrestleMania 980. Mm. I've always had the WrestleMania part, but I started off WrestleMania 09, then was forced by Chuck to go WrestleMania 980, then when he decided to not renew my contract after five years under old management, mm -hmm. old ownership, what have you, I came back to 106.7 The Fan. I obviously could not use WrestleMania 980, so I had to come up with a new number combination. I wasn't going back to WrestleMania 09, which is when I started my Twitter account, 2009. So instead, I chose 621. Why? Because... Natalie's birthday is May 6th. Tyler's birthday is June 21st. And 
if you look, 621 obviously yeah. represents both, but it's also 621 is his actual birthday. So that's why I use the 621, and I ain't changing. I mean, you can go kiss my ass if you want me to change from here <laughs> on out. There ain't no uh, AM 621 or FM 621 or, uh, the, you know, the Fox 621 or Priority Nissan 621 or anything like that. No, no, no. Go kick all the rocks. Well, six. Yeah, that's I right. Six is the number that LeBron James wears. Yeah. Um, um, th- I mean, that. listen, let's start with that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, <laughs> were you up? Well, yeah. I mean, I was. I had worked last night. I had 14 races oh, at Rose Cross. Oh, because so you were up late. It. Okay. I was watching it. I watched the end of the Maryland game, mm-hmm. and that was like, uh, I want to say 11-15-ish, somewhere in that range. Uh, and... This just in, Maryland taking a three-pointer. Yeah, and down 15 nothing to start. Hello. Um, they, no, they Still did, had a chance they, to tie the game recover. on a late shot. But. Absolutely. Um, so, I, I honestly, like, you know, with our schedule, eh, get up at 6 in the morning, right? Like, I had a really, really, really long-ass day. So I was like, well, he's going to probably break the record. I'll see all the video. I'll see all the highlights. I love LeBron James. Okay, always have, always will. I I just, Pete, life gets the best of me sometimes, and without complaining too much, I'm just going to say, I didn't have it in me to stay up until midnight, 12.15, whatever time he was potentially going to eclipse it, if he was going to eclipse it, which I think many assumed he was, especially after the first half. So it was like halftime of the Laker game. I was like, do I have it in me? to again have need toothpicks in my eyes uh, or should I just go to bed and I'll see it overnight on replay, what have you. And that's what I chose to do. But congratulations to LeBron, obviously, all-time leading scorer in the NBA. I will tell you this. A lot of people don't like LeBron for whatever reason, you know, because he left the Cavaliers the first time, because he left the Heat to go back home, because he left back home again to go to the Lakers, because – you know, he passes up game-winning shots because he's not an assassin, because he's not this, because he's not that, because he's not a selfish bleep uh, like Kyrie Irving. He's an assassin from 30 feet. Yeah. A lot of people don't are rubbed the wrong way by LeBron. I, I, listen, I don't love everything that he says, does, and is, represents, but mm, 95-plus percent, if not more, I'm all in on LeBron. I think he's, you know, clearly he's now the greatest scorer of all time. He's a multi-time champion. What has he won? Three, uh, four NBA championships. So you can't say that. Uh, at one point, you could say that. Uh, I know one of the popular criticisms about him early in his career was that, God forbid, he would pass in game-winning shot situations, you know, to the open teammate. And Which Michael what, Jordan, by the way, did famously twice. Right. One to John Paxson, one to Steve Kerr to secure championships. Right. Wasn't there one to Craig Hodges, too? I, I can't remember that. May have been, uh, may, may, maybe maybe that was in the final. Yeah. Okay. But definitely in the NBA finals, Paxson yeah. and Kerr drilled because oh, yeah. Michael made the right sure. basketball play. Well, but somehow LeBron got criticized for that by knuckleheads out there. Mm-hmm. And I never understood that. And I remember uh, talking to, um, you remember Austin Carr, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, former number one overall pick. He was the Cavaliers analyst uh, for a long time. I, DC's I, own Austin Carr. Yeah. Um, is he still alive? I, I think he passed. I can't remember. Um, I feel terrible for saying that. But um, <laughs> I, I, 
I, I sort of remember hearing that, but I don't remember for sure. But I remember talking to him one time, and he was just blown away that a net, you know, like this was when I was with Sporting News Radio back in like the you know early part of the decade, uh, early part of the century, I should say. Happy to report Austin Carr still very okay. much with us. Good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I, maybe I got confused on it's that. Okay. I'm sorry. I, obviously, I did. Um, good for Austin Carr. Um, but but here's here's the deal. Chris Russell says it's good that Austin Carr is still alive, <laughs> ladies and deal. gentlemen. I think a lot of national voices. I think a lot of national knuckleheads. Uh, a lot of national numbnuts. Mm-hmm. At one point, used to bitch and scream that LeBron James was scared to take shots scared to take game-winning shots. Nothing could be further from the truth. A, you don't get to, obviously, where he has now gotten to by being scared, one. Two, there is nothing wrong, as you just illustrated with the great Mike. And Michael Jordan took plenty of game-winning and game-tying. We all know that's part of his legacy. And maybe LeBron was slow to kind of morph into that, or maybe LeBron was just like, you know what? I could go one-on-three like, I don't know, other guys used to. Or I could make the right basketball play. And clearly he's made enough good plays both as a shooter, as a scorer, as an assist, as as a teammate, as a passer. I think that's one of the more underrated elements of his game, even though we're sitting here talking about him eclipsing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time points lead. He is a great passer. He is a great passer and obviously the best of our generation. Thing about a LeBron that gives, you know, his build, his ability. Olivia Garvey and I talked about this yesterday uh, on their show on News Channel 8 Ooh, on Toyota Sports Talk. I love Olivia Garvey. Um, I was on there last week. It's a great show. Everybody yeah, should watch it every night. Big fan of her dad's and his hairy sure. forearms uh, playing first base <laughs> for the uh, Los oh, Angeles let, Dodgers in their heyday. Let, let me tell you something. There aren't many people nicer than Olivia Garvey. I, I mean, she is just a wonderful human being. Wonderful human being. Steve Garvey and his wife did a wonderful job raising her. LeBron James's ability from the moment he you know, stepped foot in high school where – the bright lights were on him everywhere. Uh, his, you know, his team went St. Mary St. Vincent. Mm-hmm. Um, everywhere they went, the spotlight was on them because of LeBron James. From the moment he entered the NBA, the spotlight has always been on LeBron James. LeBron James's drive to be great, even at age thirty-eight, and and still wanting to play this game, demanding of himself to play this game at the highest level and to play it with a great skill set. And tell the Skip Baylesses of the world to kiss his ass every time they spout off about, you know, look, winning is hard, okay? There are a lot of great players in the history of the NBA that never won a championship. There are great scores in this league that have never won a championship. Carl Malone being one of them. I mean, we've had great players that did not get the glory. Now, some years, team roster build has been part of the problem. LeBron takes some of the heat for this roster they have in L.A. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, the NBA's yeah, look, the NBA, the NBA PA deserves some of the blame for some of these teams not being able to build rosters because these automatic massive deals that kick in really force general managers to get silly trying to create a roster around these players with high-priced contracts. Washington going through the same right now with Bradley Beal. 
LeBron James had the advantage, of course, of the three-point shot. That has allowed him to score more points in sure. bunches uh, than a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who obviously played in a two-point basketball era. Most of Kareem's points were within 15 uh, feet of the basket. They came at the foul line. And that's what made his number stand up for as long as it did so extraordinary in the fact that Kareem did it basically just shooting two-point field goals. Mm -hmm. But as the eras have changed in basketball, it was it was bound to happen at some point because of the addition and the influence of the three-point shot. But it's the drive of players like LeBron to be great. It's the drive of players like KD who want to be great every day in this era. No one puts greater expectations on themselves than those players. They know every night they enter an arena that greatness is expected of them. You know, the, the Luka Doncic's, uh, you know, the Nikola Jokic's, Chris Paul. Every night they enter an arena, greatness is expected because of what they've accomplished so far in their careers. Some guys, Chris, do manage those expectations mm -hmm. and do it very well on a night-in and night-out basis. LeBron James has been one of those players. Now, there's a faction of people that think, well, with his build, size, and strength, he should just ram it to the bucket every single time, you know, and, and he'd get a layup every time or a dunk. And some nights, yeah, that's true. Some nights that might be true because defense is optional in some parts of the NBA right now. Mm -hmm. But what LeBron has done with the bright lights, the social media spotlight, obviously all of his business ventures – uh, that he succeeds in off of the court as well, that takes some of his time and focus, to be able to get to that number that Kareem put up there uh, a long time ago is extraordinary. And LeBron James is deserving of the accolades that he got last night. Here's how it sounded. People wanted me to go to the sky hook. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. And there it is! LeBron stands alone! The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James. Brian Anderson on TNT last night. What a great moment for him to be able to call that. How does Kevin Harlan not get that call? I mean, Brian Anderson's. You have called people at Turner. I mean, I, just weird. You know, initial. I mean, Chris. And this how does is, the NBA not put that game in a better time slot, knowing that potential history could be made? It's L.A. I know. You could put what it. Are at, you gonna, what are you going to do? Put it at nine o'clock Eastern time, six Pacific. Uh, you got. You, you'd have people that don't get there. Uh, too bad. You don't. Get you'd there. have people that don't get there at six. Chris. You, I mean, you've been to California I before. Uh, the you the think league is a TV look, game. You think I mean, traffic is bad getting from Ashburn yeah. to here, Hoss. Yeah, I know. Trying to drive around L.A. Oh, I know. You know, like the other night, people were late to the Grammys. They were late to the NASCAR race. So you, you can't go any earlier than 10 o'clock in L.A. It's just it's just impossible uh, traffic-wise well, to do how so. How do they do that for the World Series? They started at 820 Eastern, 520 Pacific. They don't wait until 1030. No, true. I mean, there was no guarantee that he was going to break but the record. But that's a special event. I know. This is a regular season game between two teams that are under 500. I mean, that's fair. 
So, you know, I, I guess I, I would just say— That's what TNT I don't, does. They do an early game and a late game usually. So Right. I don't know what the early game was on TNT. I didn't bother to check that out. I was watching Maryland and and, uh, and um, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, State and, and, and some hockey and uh, what have you. So I'm sure there was another game before that. I, I guess my point being is once you knew that he had a very legitimate chance, like you, to me, I don't know, you do everything you can so that the record isn't broken at 1230 at night. You know, that, that's, the, that's the thing for me. I, I mean, I, I know you can't control everything. I know there was no guarantee he was actually going to break the record last night. So that's the argument against that. But here you have one of the most historic moments in professional sports, certainly in the NBA, certainly of the year. There will be no bigger moment than that. And it was at like, I don't know, 1225 You can't control. I mean, he, what if he has 30 points last night? Uh, well, that, that's, the, get that, that's the downside. You know? And of course, everybody, I mean, you still get the Lakers and LeBron in, in a pursuit. So people are still watching. Because Milwaukee is up next. Right. So, obviously, a prime matchup between him and Giannis uh, on the floor in that game. And, of course, there were a lot of people that were hoping maybe LeBron could do something signature-wise like the sky hook. However, Six had to just get it any way he could. I know a lot of people wanted me to go to the sky hook to break the record or, or one of my signature dunks. Uh, but my favorite was a signature play as well. And uh, I was able to get it and... and um, it touched nothing but the bottom of the net, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. LeBron James on uh, the shot that gave him the record last night. Coming up, we'll hear from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson, who were both there, two of the greatest Lakers of all time. And Laker legacy means something uh, to those two guys. And uh, right now, I think certainly Magic, of course, who worked in that front office for years, certainly has the ear still, I'm sure, of Jeannie Buss, uh, would like to see the Lakers – uh, profiting a little bit more in the win column. Uh, LeBron James breaks the record, but they lose to a subpar Oklahoma City team last night and uh, continue to lose ground right now in a very tough Western Conference where everybody in the top 10 is at the 500 mark or over. We're off and running on a Wednesday morning. Craig Carton will join us in the 10 o'clock hour and at 11 o'clock, Chris's conversation with the great Doug Williams that he recorded yesterday. All that and more between now and noon. It's Russell and Medhurst right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. LeBron James, the well-traveled LeBron James in the NBA. But that's that's nothing anymore. We're used to that. Our superstars will travel because the game allows them to do so much more easily now because essentially the way the NBA markets itself, we market superstars in the NBA. What uniform they wear doesn't necessarily 
mean as much as it did, you know, 30 or 40 years ago. It's an entertainment entity. Uh, There's no doubt about it. The NBA is flat out an entertainment entity. And it doesn't matter essentially what costumes they wear that night, just like actors and actresses, you know, who dress up in different regalia depending on the movie or show that they're doing. And, and that's kind of what our NBA players do now, okay? I mean, LeBron has moved multiple times. Kevin Durant has moved multiple times. Kyrie Irving has moved multiple times. Those guys used to never move in the NBA. But, you know, in the mid to late 70s, we started to get a lot more player movement. You know, even Elvin Hayes, who, of course, helped lead Washington uh, to the World Championship in 78. You know, he came from a different place. Bobby Dandridge, who was influential in that team, came from a different place. Charles Johnson, a midseason trade with Golden State. So, you know, I mean, it's it's the player movement is here to stay. It's not going away. But LeBron James certainly etches his name in Lakers lore, being in that uniform while breaking this record that was held by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Let's hear from the big fella, the man who made the sky hook famous. Uh, LeBron's career is one of uh, someone who planned to dominate this game. He got out of high school. He had the size and the talent to uh, step right into the NBA. And he immediately started to uh, have his effect. And, uh, you know, it's it's gone for uh, almost 20 years now. So I think that, uh, you know, you got to give him credit for just the way that he planned to last and to dominate and he led his team to uh you know he led teams to three world championships and it wasn't they didn't get there because of someone else and lebron tagged along lebron led led them you know he has that uh indefinable essence that they call leadership you know he gets out there on the court and tries to get things done guys want to get behind him and see that that happens because uh, they have that much respect for him and his talent. He has four, doesn't he? What? Uh, Championships? Kareem just said three. Am I missing? Am I over giving him one? One in Cleveland, one in L.A., and two in Miami, right? Mm, I'd have to look that up just to make sure, but regardless, I mean, he's a multi-time champion. Um, And and Kareem is right. Kareem, Kareem, I think, described it perfectly. Uh, LeBron has always had that mode of I'm going to dominate the floor that night. He's played with that kind of power, that kind Mm -hmm. of drive. And as I said, you don't get the 38 years old. It's like Tom Brady doesn't get the 45 without having that internal drive to want to do this. Right. Because this game takes, in all sports especially, it takes such a mental and physical toll on you. Mm Mm-hmm. And to be that good for that long, under that kind of scrutiny, every move you make, every word you say, Mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden over the last 10 to 15 years, we've wanted our superstars to be more vocal about social issues. Mm -hmm. LeBron James has always been willing to go there. And we know every night that he takes a shot, you know, Skip Bayless is standing by on Twitter waiting to waiting to bang him for something. Well, again, Skip every Bayless single is night. a walking moron. But I, but I, he like, Chris, you know, Chris, he makes millions. He has well, influence on social media. I, I understand that. That's and, a, a, a sad a sad indication of our society. But but look at how many people like that can drive a narrative. If a Skip Skip Bayless gets everybody cranked up every night LeBron plays 
talking about. I mean, look, Skip couldn't even let LeBron have his moment last night without making the comparison that Michael Jordan is still the best player in the game. No, duh, Skip. Okay? We understand, Skip. We understand. And, and I agree. Michael Jordan is the best player in the game, in the history of the game. I mean, who cares? But guess what, Skip? LeBron James has scored more points than anybody, yeah. and that's what they were celebrating last I night. Mean, I mean, Michael it, Let Michael the guy is have still his moment better for in God my sense. eyes as well, but that doesn't make LeBron James any less of a player. Of I mean, course. It, we are not talking about... You know, I was very hard on Peyton Manning in his career, okay? And a lot of people thought I was n- nuts. Peyton Manning would not play well in the playoffs. I, I don't care what numbers you want to look up. Watch the games. Yeah, winning. He uh, would we, not play well. The, you and I have gone over those right. a number of times. Right. The numbers aren't even great, but watch the games. You know that. But but winning is when, hard. When dude. he won it, when he won a first championship, that shut me up. When he won a second championship, even though he was more of a ride along, what else can you say? He finished with a second championship, even though he wasn't the main factor. He was at least the starting quarterback, right? When LeBron James hadn't won a championship, Pete, and had to go to Miami mm-hmm. and unite with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh all in their primes and did the not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not mm-hmm. nine, all that bit, and then they didn't win one right away, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he was there in Miami, I think, for four years, and the first two years, I think they were eliminated in the finals both years maybe one was the conference finals i can't remember and then they won i think the last two years that he was you know in back-to-back years with the miami heat and he has by the way won four nba championships four and uh nba finals mvps four overall most valuable players so on and so forth so i was right like again i i just you know, I I don't like giving Skip Bayless any promotion, so I just co- said in general knuckleheads. But I remember this was a big thing, and it certainly hasn't been a a huge deal over the last maybe decade or so. Certainly, as it was the first half of his career, mm-hmm. you remember that, right? Where people were just killing him for being afraid to take a game-winning shot, for yeah. not having the killer instinct that Michael once had, for not. You know, doing this for not doing that for his team for him not being able to carry his team on the back, even though he had some unbelievable playoff games and series and what have you. Uh, you know, again, I mean, we could sit here and we could criticize and say, "Well, he's not as good as Michael." Well, okay. I mean, was he not as good as Kareem until last night? But now he's better than Kareem, right? Because Kareem won a bunch of championships. Kareem only has a few less points than LeBron as of right now. And obviously LeBron is going to smash Kareem in terms of the all-time ranking. But does that mean Kareem is no longer... No, they're just different. And LeBron, you heard LeBron talk about like some people wanted the sky hook and this, that, and the other thing. Eh, you know what? I mean, that would have been cool, I guess, because that was Kareem's signature shot to break his record, but how dumb would it have been if LeBron would have tried three or four sky hooks, missed them while trying to, I don't to, want to, to say make a, a mockery, to, make a, to win a basketball game that his team needed and also to try and break a record. That would have been, to me, selfish and self-absorbing. The shot he made was not an easy shot to make. That was a, to his left, to the, you know, not to the paint, but to the top of the paint, 
fading away off the dribble, and again, not the hardest shot in the world, but not an easy shot in any way, shape, or form. It was beautiful. It was symbolic. It was everything he should have done outside of winning that game, and that herein lies the criticism, I guess. Maybe it's his fault. I don't know. I mean, know. the guy was 13 of 20. It was a very efficient night, so it's not like, again, it was his fault per I se. I mean, the, their roster construction, and again, when you the, the NBA has got to do something about the actual salary cap number. So these guys that get these deals because they're all NBA, like Bradley Beal getting a $250 million deal because he was third-team All-NBA, so it automatically kicks in. There's nothing you can do about it. It automatically I kicks in. told you over the summer. Okay. It's the system it's that the paid system. Bradley Beal, That's not exactly the Wizards. Right. The Wizards could have walked away long ago. Yeah, sure. They but, could have tried to work out a sign-and-trade deal with Beal, I suppose, and find somebody willing to pay him $250 The Nobody NBA was has got to get more realistic with the salary cap and the percentages if they're going to allow these big balloon deals yeah. to occur. And credit the NBAPA. They have negotiated incredibly well on behalf of its membership. The other thing, too, about LeBron, Chris, is availability. LeBron James has always, for the most part, been available uh, for his club. Sure, there's a spot night here and there, you know, where he, he does load maintenance and everything now. But up until we hit the COVID stuff, this is a dude that was playing. 74 or more every year. So that's a guy that over an 82-game schedule plus all the playoff games that he played, and that dude was available for his team. And and that's what I appreciate about guys like that. Is And you and I talk about this all the time. Availability to your club. You know, we've seen great players but only be able to play in spot duty. You know, I mean, what's the biggest the biggest you know complaint about Chris Tapps Porzingis over the last few years is – Nothing wrong with his skill. Very skilled player. Just hasn't been available. He's actually caught some reasonably good luck here with the Wizards. You know, outside of the the high ankle deal a couple of you know weeks ago that cost him a couple of games. But this is a guy that has always been available. His body has been good to him. And he's been good to his body. He's mm-hmm. done the important things, taking care of his body the right way so he can still play at this level. And right now, this year, at age 38, Averaging 30.2 points a contest, shooting 55% from two-point land, and you know, still you know, getting it done. And think about um, think about this. Mm-hmm. You what you just said about his body and holding up durability. Now he's won four NBA championships, so you can't say the equivalent to him in the NHL is Alex Ovechkin because Ovechkin has only won one. But in terms of greatness, mm-hmm. consistency, and durability, those two guys define it, right? Again, the championship is is a, yeah, is a mean, difference that you yeah. can't get around if you're Alex Ovechkin and 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 the Caps compared to LeBron James and his journey. But the durability played a ton of playoff games in I his know, career, though. I know, but the but but the durability. I mean, the same would be true for LeBron if he hadn't won the, the four championship. Wow, well, you know, you played a lot of playoff. Okay, I mean, eventually, ultimately, you're defined by greatness, by eliteness. LeBron if James you will. has played. This is his twentieth season in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's also played 
three and a half more years equivalent of playoff games, too. 266 playoff games is three and a half more years, or three and a quarter more years, Chris. At least. No, it's three and a half, roughly three and a half of extra seasons worth of games in the playoffs. So that adds even more. People, When people just go to the analytical part of this, they don't necessarily see that part for guys like LeBron, who played this game for a long time, who, you know, play the extra deep, long playoff runs. And and that adds a lot of wear and tear, plus Team USA stuff uh, that they've participated in uh, through the course of their careers as well. So, and I know people just say, well, it's just basketball. It's just basketball. And under the bright lights, LeBron James in playoff series, six times has averaged 30 or more in those series, including a 35.3 over 14 games in the 0809 season uh, for Cleveland. It's just extraordinary basketball. Extraordinary basketball. The game here, the game here, one of the greatest games uh, in, in recent Wizards history in the 2000s, certainly, when, you know, it looked like Washington was going to win. And he banked, off, banked in the three on the right sideline in front of the Washington bench after he had just mm-hmm. missed mm-hmm. A, a few seconds earlier mm-hmm. for Cleveland. And then, I mean, you know, Kevin Love is dropping threes. I mean, Kyle Korver's dropping threes. Bradley Beal was going at him. I mean, Brad was essentially taking those guys on one on three. Uh, Brad was an assassin. Uh, unfortunately, Washington ran out of gas, and LeBron James' team got out of the building that night with a victory. I think it was 140 to 135. But, again, I mean, that's you, – you just see players like that absorb the moment like Michael Jordan did when greatness needed to come to the forefront, you know, as much as we want to rip LeBron for, you know, passing allegedly in those situations was just foolish. I mean, certainly it sparks the debate and we can take a couple of calls here before we get to 10 o'clock and touchdown at 10 Craig Carton coming up in the 10 o'clock hour uh, as well. Doug Williams at 11 o'clock, Chris's conversation with him that he taped yesterday, uh, all still lying ahead. You know, is it is it even fair to have a debate about which guy's the best player? Whether it's LeBron, whether it's Michael, Kobe, certainly in that discussion of individual greatness. Because as eras go, as eras go, the the Michael Magic Larry era, different from the current era, just as the Kareem Abdul Jabbar era was different, you know, than the Magic era. Uh, in L.A. Obviously, they crossed over for a little bit. Magic Johnson last night talking about, you know, a guy, longtime Laker, talking about LeBron James's great accomplishment last night. I want to congratulate LeBron James on becoming the NBA all-time leading scorer. What a feat. Um, I never thought that Kareem's scoring record would be broken by anybody, but... Uh, that says how special you are, man, and what you've done for the game of basketball worldwide. You've changed the game of basketball, and I, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you, but also it means even more to, to myself and to all fans because you're wearing that purple and gold and broke it as a Laker. So congratulations. Magic Johnson, of course, one of the main reasons why Kareem able to Add a lot of points to his total in the latter years of his career because 
Uh, Magic, of course, maybe arguably the best passing point guard, uh, maybe along with Pete Maravich in the history of our game. Imagine if LeBron had played with point guards like that throughout the course of his career. Who knows where his point total may be going right now. 301-230-0980. Your thoughts on LeBron ascending to number one on the NBA's all-time scoring list. Right now, Chris has a look at what's trending. All right, so as we've been talking about, of course, all morning, LeBron James, the new all-time scoring king in NBA history. If you missed it in the wee hours of the morning at the age of 38, he did pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was in attendance last night. The Kings fadeaway jumper from about 14 feet away, 10.9 seconds left in the third quarter in a 133-130 loss at home to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. That put the king past uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar again at the age of 38, 38,387 career points. So congratulations to him. If you missed our opening thoughts on that over the last uh, 40 minutes or so, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature on the Team 980. Meanwhile, tonight the Wizards will try and snap a three-game losing streak against the Charlotte Hornets, 645 right here on 980. And Derek Carr expected to meet with the New Orleans Saints today. And head coach Dennis Allen, who was his uh, coach at one point in Oakland, he has a contract deadline looming next week. And that's what's trending. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coming up during the 10 o'clock hour, we'll talk to Craig Carton from WFAN, our Odyssey colleague. Doug Williams talked with Chris yesterday. We'll have that coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. And, of course, as we head toward the Super Bowl, Doug, of course, broke down the barrier as the first African-American quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And now you have two African-American quarterbacks playing in the game and we continue to break down those barriers. They continue to knock down all of the cliches that have worked against them for years, continuing to prove themselves. And it's ironic, Chris, we have a, you know, as we'll talk about the Super Bowl later on, you have a guy on his second contract, but you have a guy on his first, and it's a cheap one because he's not a first-round pick. And you have a football team that is set up to be good for a while. And it'll be interesting to see if Philadelphia can make it back uh, you know, with Jalen Hurts and the rest of this crew because they're set up uh, for success, uh, I think, for a while. Just as Kansas City has been very good since Patrick Mahomes took over uh, in the starting lineup there. By the way, also later on, I'm going to talk about a, re- a report from Aaron Wilson that talked about potential uh, if Andy Reid were to go and retire, who the replacement would be. And it's not who you think. And if that report is true, you talk about stoking some controversy. Turn your mic on. Wait a second. Uh, I I have not seen I have not seen this report. 
Is it the name that I mentioned last week that, that it would be that would piss off all of America? <laughs> he just completed he just completed a rather poor coaching tenure with another club. Oh, then it's not the name that it's I It's got an Andy Reid okay. tie, obviously. Okay. He came from Andy Reid. Okay. So, I can't wait to hear this story. Shares the same name as a quality right-handed pitcher for the Cleveland Indians for several seasons. Something you say your spouse does way too much. Rhymes with shaggy. Waggy? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea where you're Let's going Let's go to the phones. This. I have no idea. You know, it's like, Kevin, sh- it's like Kevin's Super Bowl trivia. There's people driving around right now going, screaming the answer at the radio um, because it's so obvious. Let's go to the phones here. <laughs> Maggie Gray? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Not Maggie Gray. God, no. LeBron James, your thoughts as he goes over. The all-time scoring mark, number one on that list right now. We go to Fast Eddie to get us going on a Wednesday morning. What's up, Eddie? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. And, uh, yeah, LeBron James, arguably one of the best of all times, all that. But I remember a day when that guy had no class, when Wizards in the playoffs with this guy, Agent Zero, I think it was a tire to win the game, balls bounced to him. He, um, and here comes LeBron James, steps across the line, should have been attacked, says, hey, if you miss these two shots, you lose. You guys remember that? I don't. It, it, look, that kind of trash talk amongst guys has always been part of the pro game. Um, he's not the only guy that's ever done it. Uh, because if you, the guy that he walked in front of was one of the great S-talkers of all time on the court. So <laughs> I'll give you that, but. But but it wasn't just S talking. He literally crossed the line, went up to him. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean that sure. was it should sure. have been attacked. Should have been attacked afterwards. And I just remember that like it was yesterday. So yeah. I can't I, I can't defend uh, Gill on an, I can't defend Gill on anything. Some of the things that he's said and done in his life, I you know. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Breaking up the big three for us, that was yeah. just a sad day uh, with the whole gun stuff and yeah, all that. Yeah, because we, we were going. Did some great we, stuff off the field. You yeah, know, I mean, we were we were going somewhere with that group, I think. We were at least, a, uh, we had a chance to win a couple of rounds in the Eastern Conference. Eddie, appreciate the call. Let's go to Joe in Silver Spring. What's up, Joe? Yeah, hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just want to make a point on Michael Jordan and LeBron James that for me personally, as a, on the human level, like I, I appreciate LeBron James, uh, uh, because because he is so unique. Because at times he, uh, you you see, like in his personal life, for example, he's able to have relationship with other players, go on vacation. Uh, Michael Jordan, that went at all costs, and just the smallness at times of him and his personality, and how he holds grudges, and 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 the Hall of Fame speech he gave, and LeBron as a human being, it like seems like a much more well-rounded, grounded person. That for me, yes, when he at times chokes in the playoffs in the years before, or when you see Serena Williams getting tight in big, big matches, despite how great they are, they're still very more relatable as a human. And as a role model, I'd rather be my kid to be more like LeBron. That yeah, you're a winner, of course, but then you have a, like a bigger, you're like a bigger person in your in your personal, like let's say, than Jordan. That Hall of Fame speech by Jordan. It just kind of shows that the one of all course has like you know like is not attractive to me you know that kind of winning and to, to be a person you know in your personal life that 
holds grudges and just, you know, doesn't seem like a, a happy person in their own body. You know, that's, that's Joe, someone who's looking yeah, at I mean, Joe, it's a, fa- it's a fascinating point, and I, I don't think there's anything... I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with what Michael Jordan and how focused Michael was singularly on winning. Um, You know, I'll be honest with you. When we were separate stations years ago, when I first started working over here, obviously, you know, on the FM side, um, I wanted us to crush 980. Um, You know, when I was working in Norfolk, um, I, I wanted our guys to... Uh, do great radio and get the best ratings that they could possibly get when I was uh, working as a a program director. And, you know, we did that. I mean, we took that station to ratings on the AM side. They had never been. I mean, the head of Susquehanna Radio wrote me a nice note card, um, you know, praising me for the leadership uh, and the ratings that we got. But I I think everybody leads differently. Michael, Michael led differently, but Michael got the results. Now, if you're a jackass and you don't get the results – that's one thing. But if you're a jackass and you do get the results, then, again, like I said, and I work at the greatest leadership teaching institution in the world, you know, everybody leads differently. But it's how, it's what do you get the results for having a bit of difficultness on your side? Are you petty? Michael Jordan, was he petty? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there some petty, yeah, but- you know, is there some pettiness? Yeah, but- in, in in LeBron James somewhere along the way? Yeah, sure. I'm sure there is. I mean, here's the thing that I – like, to his point, to your point, I don't sense that absolute cutthroat, petty vendetta-type mentality, win-at-all-costs from LeBron James that I that I do and, and know about and, and I think covered from afar with Michael Jordan. I don't think the same I don't think they're the same guy in in that in that assassin like way. That doesn't mean that LeBron James doesn't care about winning. That doesn't mean that LeBron James doesn't want to be the very best. That doesn't mean that LeBron James is a lesser human being than Michael Jordan. It just means that probably and I think in your eyes and certainly in my eyes that Michael Jordan when we're talking about the all-around game, when we're talking about more championships, three-peats, um, better defensive player, even though LeBron is fine, um, just everything, Michael Jordan is still considered rightfully, I think, the best player ever in the history of the game. It doesn't mean LeBron James doesn't, because he doesn't have that killer, cold-blooded, assassin-type-like mentality that MJ had, it doesn't mean that he's a better person or a better player or a worse player or what have you. He might be an easier guy to deal with in 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 the in that regard because he's not so cutthroat, but that doesn't mean he's not as a great player. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, again, leadership it comes in all different shapes and sizes. The ultimate thing is to get the results. Both men have been able to do that. Two more hours to go. Craig Carton and Doug Williams are all coming up right here on Russell and Medhurst as we're with you till noon right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.